What up, what up, what up, what up? The Real Coach JB here on this fine minutes Monday, right here live from the Cigar Studio and Lounge, right here at the Slapdick Cigar Studio and Lounge. We're about to get it cracking. I hope you guys can hear me. Uh, make sure you let me know in the comment section if you can hear me because I've never done this on the phone. So we're going to get this going. Uh, let's get right out the way, right out the gate. Show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Head on over to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get you 50% off. And CandidateCBD.com. Check it out. Use the promo code COACHJB. And as you see this fine built bar that I'm on right now doing the show from due to my fucking internet connection being down, Kionis Builds. Make sure you head on over to IG and check out Kionis Builds, Q-U-I-N-O-E-Z, Builds, B-U-I-L-D-S. Check it out on Instagram. They're a proud sponsor. They do great work. Uh, I'm here from the Cigar Lounge because the internet is down once again at the JB household, and it is a fucking joke. I don't know what it is. Earthlink is atrocious. I canceled their ass. They're fucking horrible. I got a new provider coming in today, so we'll be back up and running tomorrow full go. Zach Smith's going to try to join us later on today. Uh, Matt McChesney. We're going to break down all things Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, Josh Allen, and uh, is Aaron Rodgers leaving? We're going to break all this down today. Can't wait to get after it. Make sure you pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. I'll get the comment section on here in a second so I can see it. I'm on my phone. Never done it before. Just make sure you can hear me. Let me know. I'll see you guys on the other side. All right, all right, all right. Uh, here, I'm here, I'm here. Let me get this back. Um, it's Menace Monday. Let me get you started with the quote of the day. Determination is doing what needs to be done, even when you don't feel like doing it. Quote of the day. Um, it's doing what needs to be done, even when you don't feel like doing it. So I appreciate everybody. Uh, understanding what that fucking means. If you don't know what that means, dog, wake up and make your bed in the morning. Make up and wake up and just start making your fucking bed in the morning. That's starters. That's just for starters. Determination is doing what needs to be done, even when you don't feel like doing it. Um, it's Menace Monday. I got to get you straight up to the poll question, man. Who's the bigger disappointment, Dak or Josh Allen? Who's the bigger disappointment? Great question. Dak or Dak Prescott or Josh Allen? Who is the bigger disappointment? Man, uh, I'm going to get into it here today. Uh, don't trip. Contrary to belief, brought to you by betonline.ag. Um, don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today. My grandfather taught me that. Don't put off till tomorrow what you fucking can do today. Stop being lazy, man. Figure it out. Waiting for someone to give you something instead of going to get it is lazy ignorance. Waiting for someone to give you some shit. That's what the fuck's wrong with us this, this time. Our generation so fucking dependent on everybody else. Go get your own shit. 
It's Minutes Monday. Zach Smith will join me, Matt McChesney. We're going to talk about Josh Allen, Zach Prescott, Joe Burrow, and the whole NFL playoff. Plus, next week's games, Eagles, Niners. Can Purdy get it done? Hey, Mike Shanahan's been three out of four years to the NFC title game, but has no Super Bowls to show for it. When are we going to start giving Shanahan some heat? If McDermott's getting heat, why isn't Shanahan getting heat? Just a question, dog. I'm just trying to throw it out there. Um, trying to, I'm just trying to get it out there. I want to know. Uh, Eddie Manyweather hit me up, man. Shout out to Eddie, man. He hit me up and was like, JB, you called it. Respect. You know, that's horrible. Eddie sounded like a, a sad kid in the candy store that didn't get his way. Eddie sounded like he didn't get his way. Dog, this shit happens. This what happens in the NFL. This what happens in sports. This is what goes down. You just got to roll with it. You got to roll with it, man. The Cowboys are who they are. They who are they? That's who we thought they were. Dak Prescott is who we thought he was. Eddie, this shit happens, dog. Like this is who we thought he was. Hey, I I know quarterbacks and just telling you. I'm watching ESPN as we as we do this show in the bar here, and I'm looking at it, dog. And and you got to look at it like he's making throws. I'm gonna get this film and I'm gonna show it on Last Chance Q tomorrow with Sean. He's making throws. So we watched him last week versus a horrific defense in Tampa, and now we're gonna watch him tomorrow against a great defense in Frisco. And you're going to see the differences in a, what happens in a week. Um, so, hey, dog, it's a bad situation. It's all, it's a shitty deal. Dak, Dak. Dak did what Dak does. Guess what, though? So did Josh Allen. Josh Allen don't get no pass. Josh Allen did what Josh Allen does. But what do I know? What have I been saying? What the fuck have I been saying about Josh Allen? By the way, let's not let's not give Patrick Mahomes the pass. He got hurt. Patrick Mahomes got hurt. Okay. We I hate to see a kid get hurt in a game where I thought Jacksonville, if they would have played defense when Henny came in, could have won that football game. They could have easily won that football game. They covered eight and a half, by the way. But they should have easily, they could have easily won that football game if their defense would have fucking showed up when Chad Henney came in. Instead of playing conservative coverage and allow Chad Henney to get the football first down in his own red end zone and throw the fucking ball to a tight end right over the middle with no conflict, dog, that is on Jacksonville defense. They should have turned it up. They should have brought some heat. They should have gave his ass a different look. Instead, they sit back, allow Chad Henney to go 98 yards. Again, proving my point, Andy Reid runs that shit. Ben, Andy Reid runs that shit. Hey, Al, let me ask you something. Chad Henney comes in, they go, for, they go 98 yards on his first possession. First possession. Can anyone run the Kansas City offense? Can anyone do it? Why is Mahomes get so much credit? But what do I know? 
Chad Henney goes 98. That's the that is the drive that won in the football game. Fucking all you can talk all that other shit you want. Chad Henney's 98-yard drive is what won them the football game. Quiet as kept. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about that shit. So, hey, is what it is. Joe Burrow showed up in the snow. Just recapping all these games from yesterday. Joe Burrow shows up in the snow. And I've been saying Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in the NFL for two years now. I got receipts saying it. What do I know? I've been saying that Mahomes is gimmicky. Josh Allen's overrated. We love Josh Allen's talent. We love Mahomes' talent. But they're not Burrow. They don't have the it factor. They don't know where to throw the football. They don't understand how to make those certain throws. They don't understand how to throw the football on time, where to pinpoint the accuracy at. They, he throws a wheel route in the end zone to the tight end, drops it over the fucking outside backer. Dog, Burrow does what others cannot do. He has the Brady it factor. He has the Montana. He has the Aikman. He has the it factor on these great quarterbacks that now he has to go out and show this is my league. I'm going to beat the Chiefs again to make Mahomes 0-4 against me. 0-4. Mahomes is going to be 4-0 versus Mahomes. I mean, Burrow's going to be 4-0 versus Mahomes. What are y'all going to say? When Burrow goes 4-0 against Mahomes, what are y'all going to say? Just kind of keep it real. Let's keep it real. What are you going to say when Burrow goes 4-0? And this is where I leave it at Burrow. Burrow, you're not off the hook either, dog. JB keeps it real. You got to win a Super Bowl. You got to win a Super Bowl, Burrow, because you've done everything else. You've done everything else. Now you got to do win a Super Bowl. I love the Andy Reid. I, I come out and say Andy Reid runs that shit. Anyone can play quarterback in that thing. And everybody comes out and says, Andy Reid's never won without Mahomes. No shit. Bill Walsh didn't win without Montana either. And Belichick didn't win without Brady. And Jimmy Johnson didn't win without Aikman. What the fuck is your point? Andy Reid never had this fucking roster either. Holy fuck. Some of you motherfuckers make up the dumbest shit ever. The Chiefs have had arguably the best roster in football for four seasons. They got one Super Bowl to show for it, people. One. And he's thrown two touchdowns and two Super Bowls. Four picks. That's your Mahomes. That's your MVP. Mahomes. <laughs> he took a pretty average roster to the Super Bowl in Philly with McNabb. He's had Alex Smith play at MVP level. And who else did he have? Fucking... A.J. Feely or somebody that he fucking coached up to throw for fucking 4,000 yards? See, you motherfuckers don't want to really look into real shit. The bottom line is Mahomes is a very talented, gifted, gimmicky guy. And you can go in there and play with any quarterback. You can plug and play any quarterback into Andy Reid's system. And we'll have success. Period. 
Let's not start. Let's stop the anointing that he's the greatest of all fucking time. He can't even beat Joe Burrow. So where the fuck's Joe Burrow at? If Mahomes is the best of all time but can't beat Burrow, what the fuck are we talking about? Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in football. I've been saying it for two years. I've been telling you. It, what I've been saying is what? What have I been saying? I've been telling you. If I start a franchise today, I start with who? I start with who? Joe Burrow. I've been saying it. I've been saying it. If I start a franchise today, I start with Joe Burrow. He's 3-0 versus fucking Josh Allen. What did I say? What did I say the other day? What did I say about... What did I say about... Uh, Hector, you know, I don't know shit. What did I say? I said, this motherfucker dominates Josh Allen. He would have dominated him on the Monday night game where we got injured, right? Where the kid Hamlin got injured. And by the way, can we can we stop? We're overdoing the Hamlin thing. We're overdoing the Hamlin thing. Let's just keep it real. We're overdoing the Hamlin thing. Nobody else wants to say it. I'll fucking say it. We're overdoing the Hamlin thing. Let it be. He's okay. He's healthy. Thank you. Yay. Let's fucking move on. I mean, making chains and lockers and yet like he's dead. He's not dead, homie. He's alive. Let him fucking breathe. Hey, dog, Peyton Hillis got released from the hospital. I haven't heard fucking one thing. I haven't heard one fucking thing about Peyton Hillis. And you know what? I argue that the Hamlin distraction cost the Bills playing effort. Keep it real. The Hamlin was a distraction for the Bills. And all they kept pushing is money, money, money. They wanted the money. They wanted the money. That's all it was. Keep it real. They wanted the money. So... Get the fuck, it, come on, dog. Just get over it. Like, get over it. They're overdoing the shit. They're overdoing it, and we need to move on. I think the Bills suffered from the Hamlin thing. Like, it, it, it's over, dog. Hamlin did his thing. Like, he's okay. He's okay. So, let's move on. And I don't give a fuck about white and black. I don't give a fuck about all that shit. All I'm telling you is that... We're in this we're in this world right now where everything's so fucking soft. Hey, has anybody heard? Has anyone heard? Hey, Alan, you ever watch that show, How to Catch a Predator? Have you guys watched How to Catch a Predator? Have you ever seen that movie, How to Catch a Predator? Or To Catch a Predator? Do you know what the name of the show is now? Do you know what the name of To Catch a Predator is now? To catch a creep. How to catch a creep. Dog, do you know there's been 600 mountains 
and rivers and lakes change name changes 600 mountains have changed their names either due to lbgtq black lives matter or a soft ass narrative that we don't really like the atlanta braves the cleveland indians the washington redskins i'm wearing a cleveland indian jersey atlanta brave jersey and i'm wearing a fucking redskin jersey this week on the show we're changing military bases we're changing show names. The Dixie Chicks cannot be called the Dixie Chicks no more. Have you heard about this shit? The Dixie Chicks now are called the Chicks. Have you guys heard about this shit? I don't even have a script for today. I'm just ad-libbing, dog. But I've been doing some shit, and I'm like, how the fuck are we changing everything? Have you guys known? Alan, did you know they took Aunt Jemima syrup off the shelves? They took Aunt Jemima, my favorite syrup, homie. They took it off the shelves. My favorite syrup. Master bedrooms now called primary. Master bedroom is now called primary bedroom. You can't say master bedroom. Listen, dog, I get the oppression. I get the shit that all young brothers old brothers whoever you want to call went through but we're having to move on now we haven't moved on yet alan's in my chat he knows who i am dog at one point at some point when the fuck are we going to stop feeling sorry and start teaching our young how to fucking be and get real and go out there and earn this shit and already understand we're already fucked let's go out and fucking own it let's go out and get this shit the right way we don't want to address those issues. I don't know why, and I don't really give a fuck anymore. All I'm telling you is this. Changing the names of all of this shit is so fucking soft, though. It's unbelievable. The Chiefs haven't been changed. Why hasn't the Chiefs name been changed? Why hasn't the Chiefs name been changed? Why haven't the Chicago Blackhawks name been changed? Why hasn't the Blackhawks name been changed? The Chiefs, the Blackhawks, there's a lot of other shit out there, but we haven't changed that shit? Come on, man. We're changing names like crazy. Wait till you see tomorrow's show. I got a whole rundown of what shit has been changed. Dog, they're changing Colgate. Colgate. Allen, they're changing Colgate toothpaste. Because it's white. It's got whiting in there. It says white whitening or something like that they're changing colgate toothpaste dog i'm looking around like this is the softest shit ever steve kim came over to the house last night we were watching the game and i got a bunch of friends over here we're watching the game we come to a conclusion when the world started to get soft you know when it was you guys know when the world started to get soft When Tom and Jerry became fucking friends. When Tom and Jerry became friends is when the world started to become fucking soft. Let's keep it real. When Tom and Jerry became friends, the world started to become fucking soft, homie. That's real shit. Fucking Tom and Jerry became homeboys we became fucked up let's get into uh 
shit. You might have me drinking it. I'm at the bar at fucking six in the morning. You guys might have me drinking in this motherfucker with all this soft ass pussy shit I'm hearing. Let me let me let me let me get into a soft ass pussy. Let me get into a soft pussy real quick. All right. Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is a bitch made cat who we don't want to address. And nobody wants to address the fact that I came on this show two and a half years ago and said, I know for a fact that Stefan Diggs is a bitch made cat and that he was not liked in Minnesota because he's a bitch made cat. And he did what he did yesterday in Minnesota, by the way. He did what he did in Minnesota yesterday, by the way. So he gets into a spat on the sideline with Josh Allen, number one. And then number two, he doesn't even wait for the coach or anybody to show up to the locker room. He is what Juco, I used to tell, Allen, what I used to tell the kids all the time, just because we're in Juco don't mean you have to be Juco. Just because we're in Juco don't fucking mean you have to be Juco. Come on, dog. Jamel Ridley, what is him having to do? What does him being the best receiver have to do with being a shitbird? <laughs> you make my point for me. You're actually making my point. What have I said my entire fucking life? The best players are shitbirds. You have to learn how to use them. You have to learn how to get through to the shitbird. So you have to understand if you can get through to the shitbird, everybody else will fall in line. Guess what? They can't get through to the shitbird. And now he's become a distraction on that team, just like all the shitbirds become distractions on if they don't have a strong leader. Listen, everybody loves McDermott. Everybody likes McDermott. McDermott's getting heat this morning. McDermott's getting heat this morning because he's another guy that's been to the title game over and over and over and hasn't won it. And this is the first NFL favored team, favored team to win a Super Bowl that has failed to reach the conference championship game. Sorry, first team favored to win the Super Bowl who failed to make it to an AFC title game. First team ever, by the way. So McDermott's getting heat this morning. Is he the guy? Can he get him over the hump? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, listen to me. And I want you to listen very, very fucking carefully here. If Shanahan loses to the Eagles, he better be taking the same fucking heat that McDermott's taking. And let's just keep it 100 since we're keeping it real this morning in the first 30 minutes of this show. Shanahan's been three out of four years to the conference title game. He doesn't have a Super Bowl to show for it, by the way. He does not have a Super Bowl to show for it. He choked in Atlanta up 28-3 to New England as an offensive coordinator. All they had to do was run the football. Shanahan probably has a Super Bowl ring as a coordinator. 
All he had to do was run the football in Frisco as is in the Super Bowl. Lost again. Shanahan better get the same heat that McDermott and them are getting if he don't win against the Eagles next week. I don't care about the quarterback. Because everybody's going to come back and say, oh, well, he's got the Mr. Irrelevant and Brock Purdy at quarterback and do 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 It's too late for that, dog. You're in the a- you're in the NFC championship game. You are in the NFC title game again, Shanahan. There's no more excuses about the quarterback. There's no more excuses about anything. You have a loaded roster in Frisco, the best defense, which saves your ass a lot of fucking times because your offense gets stagnant as it did yesterday. As it did yesterday. Got stagnant against Dallas's good defense. Dallas played them well. And they better fucking win against the Eagles, dog, or Shanahan better take that same heat that McDermott's taking. Because understand something. McDermott has turned around a shittier roster and team than what Shanahan's done in Frisco. Frisco had a better roster over the last 10 years than Buffalo has ever had. Buffalo has turned into a perennial power in the AFC when they were just absolute dog shit three and a half, four years ago. Frisco's been relevant for a while. Shanahan has basically elevated them this much. McDermott's elevated Buffalo this much. So we have a completely different take on shit that people don't want to listen to and talk about. So... If McDermott's going to get this heat, then Shanahan better get it. Period. Period. And if the Cowboys have this loaded roster that everybody says they have, why isn't why isn't McCarthy under heat right now? Why is McCarthy not fired right now? Just telling you. Mac Truck, you sound like a troll dick rider. You're not a member. You, you're in here slobbing on jaws and balls all morning long. You're saying some dumb shit. You sound like a bitch-ass cat. So unless you're a member by in about two minutes, you're going to get blocked, bitch boy. Just understand something. So the trolls come out early in the morning. You must be on the East Coast because you're not on the West Coast because West Coast cats that are real ones are either at work or sleep. Because we don't really fucking get up on the West Coast. And your ass got to be on the East Coast trolling this fucking early. Got to be. Got to be. You got to be, dog. Are you that thirsty, motherfucker? Are, are my balls just earning for your jaws? Is that what it is? Shit. Landon, you're not a member either. You need to be one, too. You're already fucking sketchy, too. I think you're a troll, too. Low key. So... We got a lot of uh, scenarios. Sean Payton's out here. Does Dallas go after Sean Payton? Does Dallas go after Sean Payton? Because, Ruben, you're on the West Coast. You're a Cali boy. Shit, you're at work, see? Ruben's at work. These other dick riders are not at work. 
Hey, Chief Forever. Have you looked at how to spell Chief? <laughs> the dick riders are real. The dick riders are real, homie. They, these motherfuckers come in here and can't even spell correctly. Holy shit. This motherfucker's a Chief fan. <laughs> Dog, it's embarrassing. I, Lucy, I get secondhand embarrassment from these fucking dick riders. Like, do you understand that the dick riders are so real? This motherfucker said he's in school. Well, you better learn how to read, motherfucker, and write and spell. God damn. How are you in school and can't read, write, or spell, motherfucker? <laughs> Holy shit. It is real. It is real. It's real in here this morning. Um, you're a sophomore? I don't give a fuck if you're a fucking... 12-year-old motherfucker. Learn how to spell, motherfucker, or don't come in here no more. Take your ass to class then if you're a sophomore. Why the fuck you in this room, motherfucker? This ain't for little boys. Take your troll ass out of here and learn how to spell, motherfucker. All right, so we haven't had a show since, uh, we haven't had a show. I want to give a shout out and, uh, and, and T's and P's to all the murder victims in Monterey Park yesterday monterey park is where i used to coach at east l.a junior college is not too far away monterey park is a suburb right outside of downtown l.a in between east l.a boyle heights uh hacienda i mean there's, it's just in the middle of a lot of areas and a motherfucking murder a, a dude went on a shooting spree yesterday in monterey park california and killed 10 people. And uh, so I wanted to address that shit. Some Asian dude. And Coach Kano, Joseph Salazar. How you know Coach Kano? I've known Pablo Kano for 35 years, brother. So, um, but no, Kano wasn't with me at ELAC when I was there. Uh and then you have Antifa in Atlanta fucking up shit. I'm, cur I'm curious to see the media when they say, oh, we had a peaceful protest gone wrong in Atlanta. First of all, it's not a peaceful fucking protest if you're Molotoving cocktail throwing through Macy's, you fucking dumbasses. How is that a peaceful protest? I'm going to throw a, a bottle through the window peacefully. <laughs> hey, I'm peacefully going to throw this cocktail through the fucking Macy's window, okay? But we're peaceful. Dog, we are in a fucking horrible lead country. Horribly led. We are horribly led 
by a horrible set of leaders, okay? First of all, they're not leaders, they're followers, but it's peaceful protest, though. It's peaceful. Remember, it's peaceful. <laughs> it's peaceful. It's unbelievable. The 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 it, the wind is blowing so hard. My backyard is absolutely ravished. My backyard's been gutted out over the night. We've had like fucking tornado type of winds here in California. We've had like fucking eighty mile an hour winds last night. No lie, eighty mile an hour winds where I'm at, and my backyard is ravished right now. I don't even want to know when the wind lets up. Can I go fucking outside and have to clean up my broken fucking umbrellas? My broken fucking it just ravished the backyard, dog. I just overnight, all I could hear about overnight was fucking my backyard just getting ravished. So the winds are real here in Cali. Uh, the winds are real. All oh, the dogs are fine. Shit, they're in the house. Shit, they're fine with me. They're right here. Uh, Georgia wide receiver Rara Thomas was arrested for false imprisonment and arrested. Um, Apparently, uh, he transferred to Mississippi State with 626 yards last year. I don't know what he was arrested for. I saw that earlier. I forgot to mention it. Um, and then the Alabama basketball player we talked about last week gets arrested for capital murder. Apparently, he's not the shooter, but he ratted on his homeboy. Dog, we're in a generation where we have to change the names of everything, Okay. We have to change the names for everything. We're so soft. Peaceful protest is a thing, is a real thing we use. And we snitch at an all-time high. I've never sued, I've never seen so many pussy ass snitches in my motherfucking life. Go watch Tulsa King, motherfuckers. Go see if fucking Sylvester Stallone snitched. He did 25 years for a motherfucker, right? That's the era we grew up in. I grew up in that era. You don't snitch. I don't give a fuck. You do not snitch, period. That is just what it is. Don't snitch. This motherfucker, I didn't shoot him, but I know who shot him. The gun's right there. <laughs> did you shoot the man, son? No, sir, I didn't shoot nobody. I was in the car and my homeboy shot, he shot him and then he fucking pulled it out and he shot him. And I know where the gun is, it's around the corner. <laughs> I, we're the biggest pussy ass, bitch ass motherfuckers. Don't do the crime if you can't do the fucking time, homie. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Hey, Bruce Helms, shut the fuck up. You're a fucking fake fuck, Bruce Helms. You're fake. So shut the fuck up. We don't believe in Bruce Helms anymore. You are fake. You've had your opportunity to call in. You lie. You're a fucking fake. Shut up. Get the fuck out of here. Go snitch on someone else, you dry snitching motherfucker. Bruce Helms, get your fucking snitching ass up out of here, motherfucker. Shit. Get your fucking fake ass out of here. This guy said, if I saw a guy shoot your dog, would you want me to tell you? What in the fuck can 
what in the fuck is a guy shooting my dog having to do with what the fuck I just talked about? You telling me that someone shot my dogs is not telling me who shot a motherfucker and where the gun is, you snitch-ass motherfucker. You're a snitch too, you fucking pussy. Motherfucking snitch. Coach, you wouldn't want me to tell you? You snitch-ass motherfucker. You just snitch on your goddamn self, you snitch-ass motherfucker. That's the problem with you soft motherfucking snitches. Snitches get ditches, motherfucker. You motherfucking snitch-ass fucks. Let's get to Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp has literally been on Undisputed with Skip Bayless and said, fans need to stay in their lane. I don't care if you pay a million dollars. You shouldn't be able to say certain things to players. Shannon Sharp has literally said it on the air live. I don't care if you pay $6,000 a ticket. You should not be able to talk to a player on the court. That is what Shannon Sharp said. He has the receipt. He has it. He says it live. The video's out there. You can see the video. But then his hypocritical ass goes out there and calls out Dylan Brooks' old weirdo ass. And Dylan Brooks comes back and says some shit. And it starts a talking contest. Because let's be honest, nobody's fighting. They're not fighting. They're not fighting. They're not fighting. So, let's be real. Now, I want to break this down, though. There's two parts to this. Number one, Dylan Brooks, John Morant, these younger generational kids have no tough skin. They have no barbershop banter. They can't handle shit talking in a barbershop. Because if they get talked about too much and the crowd starts to clown them, then they pull out a pistol because they're so weak-minded, thin-skinned, that they can't handle barbershop talk. Barbershop talk is where you go talk shit, clown motherfuckers, and and enjoy it. You ain't got to worry about a motherfucker pulling out a pistol unless you're fucking ignorant. Barbershop banter is what toughen the skin of the youth growing up for me see we can't handle barbershop banter no more you cats can't handle barbershop talk no more you've never even been in barbershop talk to talk about it dylan brooks john moran all these soft pussies are exactly what that is you can't handle barbershop talk so guess what happens in barbershop talk motherfuckers can't handle it they pull out a pistol So guess what ends up happening? You lose respect for your elders. Your elders, your elders now don't mean shit to you because you are soft. Your daddy never beat that ass. You never had a parent beat that ass. 
and you could talk any old way and get away with it. See, all Shannon Sharp did, even though he's hypocritical, even though he's hypocritical, all Shannon Sharp did was talk barbershop talk. He said, you can't handle him in the post. You can't handle him down low. You better get in the weight room. This is shit that Shannon Sharp was saying. The first thing out of Dylan's mouth is, fuck you, bitch. Now, Shannon Sharp didn't say, fuck you, bitch. Why is it so offensive and defensive when we're talking about weight room? We Who played hoop growing up in this fucking chat? And we used to talk shit. I used to body motherfuckers and talk, weight room, weight room. Get your ass in the weight room. Now we can't even say get in the weight room and the first thing out your mouth is fuck you, bitch. Like, how fucking disrespectful do you have to make it? How personal are you making barbershop talk, Dylan Brooks? How personal are you making barbershop talk? You're making barbershop talk, which we grew up on, talking shit. Get in the weight room. Weight room. I mean, reach, you get teats. Cross your ass over on the hoop court. Fuck playing football. You got mossed. You got mossed. Why is that now automatic in turn? Fuck you, bitch. That's the first thing out of Dylan Brooks' mouth. Because y'all are soft, homie. You can't even handle barbershop talk. You got to take it to straight disrespectful levels. You got to take it straight disrespect. That is what the problem is. So even though Shannon Sharp is, is a hypocrite, and we already know he's a fake motherfucker, Shannon Sharp being, dis, being a fake hypocrite only was talking real talk. Like all he said was get in the weight room. You can't handle LeBron down low. He's talking shit. He's on the front line of the front court, first row. Dylan Brooks takes offense to it. Dylan Brooks takes offense to it. And then he wants to go right to fucking disrespect like that. Like, that's my problem. That's the problem I have. You go straight disrespect. You go straight disrespect. After a barbershop banter occurred. Like, that is where I have the problem, dog. That is the problem I have with this soft pussy generation. Come on, homie. Let's be real. Shannon Sharp's just talking shit. We used to play on the basketball court our whole lives. We're talking shit. You can't handle talking shit? And then y'all want to fight? Motherfucker, you don't want to fight Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp would have beat the fuck out of every single basketball player on the court. Shut the fuck up. And he's 55 years old. 55 years old. Trash talking is disrespectful pregame fitness to your ass, maybe, because you're soft as pussy. I bet you you're the soft pussies in this generation that I'm talking about. Directly you. I guarantee it's you, is who the pussies I'm talking to is. If you think trash talk is disrespectful, then you're a pussy. Straight up.
You are a pussy if you think shit talking is disrespectful. You never heard a mama joke, motherfucker? Have you ever been in a barbershop, motherfucker? I love when I hear the Steven Adams, have you seen how big he is? Yeah. Have you seen him in the weight room, motherfucker? Have you seen Steven Adams in the weight room not be able to bench fucking 225 pounds? Have you ever seen that? Do you know basketball players are the fucking weakest motherfuckers out there and can't fucking fight? Have you ever seen them motherfuckers fight anywhere? I've been to a club. I've been on the court. I've been in the weight room. I've been on a quad in high school, college, pro. I've been everywhere I've ever seen. Basketball players are the pussiest, softest motherfuckers. Now, there are some real ones out there. I think Kwame Brown would fuck you up. I know Matt Barnes is a real one. He'll try, and At least he'll fight you. I know Ron Artest would fight you. Now, I don't know if they could fight. All I'm telling you is at least they got nuts. At least they got some nuts. I know Rashid Wallace. I know Ben Wallace. I know Mikel Parrish Bird. I know Eddie Pickney back in the day. You don't even know who that is. I know LJ Larry Johnson. I know Alonzo Mourning. I know, at least I know Shaq wasn't a pussy. I know Kobe wasn't a pussy. I know Jordan wasn't a pussy. I know Pippen wasn't a pussy. I know Rodman wasn't a pussy. But can they fight is a whole nother question. Can they actually fight? Now, I'm not saying why no football players can't fight. All of them can fight. I'm not saying that either. I know a bunch of pussy football players, especially in this fucking generation. What I am saying, though, that don't get caught up with the Steven Adams thing because he's seven foot and got tattoos on me. Shannon Sharp, there's diff dog, there's reasons why OJ took on three motherfuckers and fucked them up, right? <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. There's a difference in certain cats, the mentality of certain cats. So I just want to make sure we're clear here. Shannon Sharp's mentality is on a completely different level than Steven fucking Adams, okay? I just want to be clear with that shit. So, oh, my God. Come on, Wido. I used to hoop, homie. I used to play basketball, dog. I played with about 25 NBA players in high school, bro. No exaggeration. Go look it up. I've played with all these motherfuckers. Trust me. I've had to guard Jock Vaughn, Steven Mad Dog Matson, or Mike Matson, or whatever his name is, Matson, Mad Dog. Keith Van Horn, Austin Crozier, Baron Davis. Dog, I've had to guard. Jason Kidd, I've guarded him. And I remember, I went to the number one high school in fucking America, just so we're clear. <laughs> I've been, I played at the number one basketball playing high school in America. Trust me, I know what hoop is. And they're all pussy soft. <laughs> Everyone I know and played with. Just telling you. Pre-game fitness, dog. I would have busted your ass, motherfucker, with the left hand in the post. Or I would have took you out and Jimmy Crack coined your motherfucking ass. You better recognize, motherfucker. You better go ask some motherfuckers who I am on the court. Shit. 
I'll lit your ass up, soft motherfucker. First of all, you couldn't even play with me. Because I would have first, I would have elbowed you in your motherfucking rib cage, and your ass would have been calling mommy, motherfucker, number one. That's the first motherfucking problem. Your soft ass wouldn't have ever been to stay on the court for longer than fucking 30 seconds with my motherfucking ass. So let's start there. So how the fuck are you going to guard me when your bitch ass on the sideline talking to mommy about that mommy, Coach Brown don't play fair. He gave me an elbow in my rib cage. Get the fuck out of here, you soft motherfuckers. You motherfucker, I would have clotheslined the fuck out of you trying to fucking dunk on my motherfucking ass. Hey, Emmett, tell these motherfuckers when I used to go in the gym and light y'all asses up. Will you tell these motherfuckers, Emmett? Will you tell, Emmett, will you tell these motherfuckers when I go in there and light up Jermaine and Malik Collins and all them motherfuckers who thought, uh, uh, fucking, uh, King's ass and Carlos, go tell these motherfuckers when I go light their ass up in the gym. You better tell these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers don't know nothing, Emmett. They don't know nothing, Emmett. They don't know, Emmett. They're not real, dog. Come on, man. Hey, you right, why though about that? I had to. You know why? Because that's the only way I was playing on the court. Shit. That's the only way I was playing. Uh, hey, man, I appreciate you guys. Get Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. You crazy as fuck. You think I'm too small. Motherfucker, your girl might have said you too small. I, I, shit. You better, better recognize Rex Ryan and Dan Orlowski. I'm trying to get Dan Orlowski on the show. That motherfucker owes me. You better get on this fucking show before I show some shit. Um, hell no, I didn't cherry pick. Why would I cherry pick? I had to, I was the guy that threw the ball to the cherry picker, homie. I was the guy that threw the ball to the cherry picker. What are you talking about? Capono's younger than me, dog. Come on, Eddie. Capono's after me. Capono's after me. Uh, James Harden's after me. Uh, all those guys are after me. So... Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in the NFL. So can we talk about that? Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the NFL. Can we talk about that? Um, yeah, I had to guard, I had to guard uh, Paul Pierce in high school. By the way, we beat that ass. <laughs> Let's make sure we're clear. Beat that ass. So I just want to make sure you understand. I went to the number one high school in America, and we beat that ass, by the way. Just throw that out there. Um, Zach Smith's going to try to join us later on in the show. Um, I haven't really used the phone. I haven't used the phone for the show like this, so I had to do it because my internet's down. Internet will be up later today, hopefully. And we'll be back in the studio tomorrow. I like this studio. I want to get this right. I want to get this figured out so I can, uh, I can figure out how to get the show done. If you can hear me fine, then I might start doing it on my laptop right here in this studio. And I'll put the shit on the TV behind me. I'll put my logos and shit on the TV. Uh, 
Joe Burrow's going to beat Mahomes. He's going to go 4-0 and versus Mahomes. Joe Burrow's going to go 4-0 and versus Patrick Mahomes. But he has to win a Super Bowl after that. He has to win the Super Bowl after that. Because if he don't win the Super Bowl, then he's just going to be another. Let me ask you this. The Cowboys putting Zeke at center. What did that do? What did the Cowboys do when he got molly whopped? Zeke got fucking molly whopped by the linebacker at center. That shit was comical. Did you uh, did you guys see him get fucking molly whopped? Did you see Zeke Elliott get absolutely fucking choke fucked by number 51 the linebacker? <laughs> What the fuck was Zeke at center for? I got to be honest. Why was Zeke at center? What the fuck did that accomplish? I'm curious. What in the fuck did that accomplish by putting Zeke at center? <laughs> uh, um, by the way, I don't know who asked me that question. Uh, Aries, 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 become a, a member. I, I tweeted it out. I said, I, I love the fact that Mahomes didn't want to come out of the game. I love the fact that Mahomes wanted to play. And I love the fact that Mahomes played on the ankle. I love it. That is what quarterbacks are supposed to do. Jack Youngblood played with a broken fucking leg in a Super Bowl, by the way. Ronnie Locke cut off his fucking finger. See, you guys don't fucking know. And the people that come in here and say, oh, just because I didn't see it. You guys talk because you never saw it. You don't. You never saw Jack Youngblood, dog. You never saw Ronnie Lott. And then you want to judge them as if you saw them both play, this generation and that one? You didn't. I did. I saw those generations. How the fuck would you not listen to somebody that's been into both generations over a motherfucking soft pussy who can't even argue in the barbershop and listen to him who's only seen one generation play? I'm curious. So let's get back to Mahomes. I, I tweeted out. I love the fact that he played hard, that he played. I like that he came back in. I like that he didn't want to go play. I didn't want to go sit. Love it. The Baltimore Ravens fan base has to be absolutely livid and pissed that Lamar Jackson didn't fucking play. I would be pissed. If I was a fucking Raven fan and I saw Patrick Mahomes come out there and play with a fucking ankle like he had, and I see L Lamar Jackson don't even fucking travel with the team, I would be absolutely pissed. I would be absolutely pissed at life for the Ravens right now. If I was a Ravens fan, I'd be like, Fuck Lamar Jackson, motherfucker. You got offered $135 million guarantee. 
So why the fuck you couldn't play, homie? Patrick Mahomes played? Get the fuck out of here, man. That's some soft shit. If I was a Ravens fan, I'd be fucking livid. But you know what? You're not. You're not livid. You know why? Because you're soft. See, Sean Kemp, he said, no, nah, I ain't mad because I'm soft. See, y'all motherfuckers are soft. That's why you're not mad at him. Back in the day, Lamar Jackson would have fucking been ripped in the media and the fan base because we fucking cared back in the day. Y'all don't care no more because y'all soft, homie. You are soft as pussy. Running baby shit soft. You motherfuckers are soft. That's why you're not mad Lamar Jackson missed the game. Period. That's facts. You motherfuckers are soft. You don't hold your guys accountable. But you are cool. You motherfuckers are cool with going to play or taking your family to go watch KD and Kyrie and Kawhi Leonard and Paul George go to a game, pay $600. Y'all are cool with going there and seeing these motherfuckers load manage. Y'all are cool with that. You guys are still paying $600 to go see them play. And they don't even play. They sit out. And y'all are like, oh, well, uh, you know what? It's okay. We got to go to the game. I paid $600 to take my daughter, my wife, my mom. And you know what? Kawhi Leonard was like, I'm her, I, I got a load manage. Sorry, fans. Does, does this motherfucker ever apologize to the fan base for missing all these games? Does this motherfucker ever apologize for missing all these goddamn games? Does he ever apologize to any of these motherfucking fan bases? Fuck no. Does any of these motherfuckers apologize for all these fucking games that have been missed? I see, I see motherfuckers bitching about the price of eggs right now. The price of eggs are $7.99 a dozen. But y'all ain't fucking bitching that Kawhi Leonard's sitting out and you paid $600? <laughs> Homie, are you fucking serious? Y'all aren't mad that you're paying $600 to go see a motherfucker not even play, Wido? Not even play in the game? But you're mad about $7.99 ga uh, 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 egg prices and gas prices? Get the fuck out of here, man. You guys have the priorities all fucked up. Your priorities are all fucked up. I'm mad about the eggs, but I'm going to pay 600 to go see Kawhi Leonard sit on the sideline in skinny sweats. <laughs> I can't wait to watch Kawhi Leonard on the sideline. Hey, do you dick writers go up to Kawhi Leonard sitting there and go, hey, Kawhi, what's up, dog? Dap me up. Oh, yeah, I touched Kawhi. I dabbed Kawhi Leonard up at the game. He didn't play, though. I spent 600 to go see my... I take my mom and daughter, though. <laughs> Your priorities are fucked up, homie. Priorities are fucked up.
Motherfucker wears skinny sweats, homie. Fuck. Hell yeah, I'm, I'm re-signing Jones and Barkley. What do you mean? I'm re-signing Jones and Barkley. Letting Dable... Dable I don't know who's coach of the year. Peterson or Dable. It's down between those two for me. I think it's either Dable or Peterson. Now... If Sirianni gets the coach of the year, he is well-deserving. He's fucking well-deserving. I'm tired of us. Mediocrity is the new excellence. I say it every day. It's on my T-shirt. Mediocrity has become the new excellence. Why Sirianni ain't coach of the year? Why isn't Sirianni coach of the year? Let's keep it real. Why is Sirianni not the coach of the year? Fuck, dude. If he wins the Super Bowl, I mean, goddamn. What he's done in two years where I thought he was a weirdo fuck when he made his first press conference, now that we know this is the era we're in, this is the league we're in, we play in a weirdo fuck league, right? Zach Taylor in Cincinnati, he should be up for coach of the year. Joe Burrow in Cincinnati should be up for the MVP. It seems like everyone's already made their decision. What the fuck's going on on ESPN? Why is Stephen A in an afro, Jerry Curl? And what in the fuck are they doing? Oh, my God. ESPN, dog, has lost their fucking mind. ESPN has really lost their mind. Are you guys watching ESPN right now? Are you guys watching Get Up? Holy shit. Ash, come here. Unbelievable, dog. Unfucking believable Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. Ooh, this is funny. It's funny. Uh, that shit is unbelievable. I can't believe some of the shit I'm seeing. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, that shit is comical. Uh, man, pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um... Hey, listen, I'm going to go get me a coffee. I'll be back in three minutes. Zach Smith's going to try to join me. Matt Mischesney will join me on the other hour. We're going to break down, keep this Real Talk banter going. Don't go anywhere. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Peace. But what do I know when I talk about the transfer portal being as shitty as it is, watering down college football? But what do I know when I say the landscape is completely open to anyone beating anyone? Have I not said it on this show? Did I not say it just a couple days ago? Did I not do a video on Twitter about it? Did I not talk about it on my shows here? And people just, nah, coach, hell no. Nah. Really? So, Appalachian State goes into AM, a $40 million booster loaded roster. Coach makes $10 million a year. The head coach, Coach Clark at, at Appalach uh, Appalachian State, makes 425 k a year. 
But what do I know? Appalachian State has one four-star player on their roster, FYI. One. Texas A&M has 56 four- or five-star players. Go look it up. Go Google it. Go check it out. Go look it up. 40 $125,000 the head coach makes. Texas A&M special teams coordinator makes $1 million. So what do you think Appalachian State special teams coordinator makes? I'd say maybe $100K. Maybe $100K. Maybe $100K. Maybe $100K. What do you think their quarterback coach makes? Forty-five, fifty. You know A&M's quarterback coach makes $325,000. Almost as much as the head football coach at Appalachian State. But what do I know when I say it's watered down and Appalachian State deserves to not have themselves even mentioned with the Texas A&M when it comes to going to their fucking house and beating them in a low-scoring affair when they just scored 61 points on North Carolina Another Power 5 team. So now Appalachian State can show that they can score 60 on you in a Power 5 school, and they can show they can beat you, a higher-ranked team, in a low-scoring affair. But what do I know? (laughs) 56 four- and five-star players. Appalachian State has one. And by the way, Bruce Hamilton. And I told you about this fucking MVP thing in the NFL. It is a popularity vote, whether it's good or bad, on or off the field. Let me break it down. Aaron Rodgers won the last two. Why? Because he's controversial off the field. Plus, we know he's the best ball spinner on it. Lamar Jackson that year was a popular guy. He came in ripping it, running around, freak of nature, all that shit. But we knew he wasn't going to win no real games. Anyone, guys, that I know. All right, all right, all right. I'm back, I'm back. Uh, it is what it is. Man, you, you go on breaks around this motherfucker, you lose. Motherfuckers go breaks too. Hey, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. <clears throat> Michael Irvin's on... Uh, on uh, ESPN talking shit right now about the Cowboys and whoopty whoop. What? Who's the most overrated? Josh Allen or Dak Prescott? Drop your thoughts. I am on Whitlock this, uh, today. I will be on Whitlock today. It's going to be lit. Um, we're going to talk about Josh Allen. We're going to talk about Dak Prescott, McDermott. Um, Purdy, we're going to talk about all that and more. So stay tuned to Whitlock Show later on tonight. I will be on it. Dak Prescott's more overrated than Josh Allen. See, let's put it in perspective real quick. Hey, Emmett, you got to put it into perspective, though. See, I never anointed Dak as being the guy. Y'all did. I've always thought Dak was shitty and average. Everybody said Josh Allen is the MVP. Every single year, Josh Allen's the MVP, apparently. It's him and Mahomes every year. 
what the fuck has Josh Allen done? Please, what has Josh Allen done in his career? I'm waiting. Coach, he fucking, uh, he went down to the wire versus Mahomes. <clears throat> oh, they lost. Sorry. What has he done? Has he won something I don't know about? Has he won a Super Bowl that I don't know about? Has he won a meaningful fucking playoff game that I don't know about? Has he won anything that I don't know about? See, <clears throat> Dak Prescott, to me, has always been average. Josh Allen has this freak of nature who everybody thinks is the guy, which he's a freak. We know he's a freak, but he hasn't won shit. <clears throat> so to me, Josh Allen's the most overrated. Dak Prescott is just shitty. <laughs> I, I've been saying Dak Prescott's shitty. I don't understand why this is a big old fucking thing. Like, I don't understand why. We don't understand that Dak Prescott is shitty. Like, that's what he is. Dak Prescott is just shitty. Josh Allen is overrated. So there's a completely different thing. There's a completely different situation going on. Josh Allen's shitty. I mean, Josh Allen's overrated. Dak Prescott's shitty. That's what it is. Now... See, I will argue that Joe Burrow is underrated. I will argue that Joe Burrow is underrated. Joe Burrow, as I like I've been saying for the last fucking three years, Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in football. I think I'm on record saying it. <laughs> uh, but what do I know? And I want to get into the Chad Henney taking the Chiefs 98 yards to go up and ultimately win the football game against a hungry Jacksonville team led by Trevor Lawrence, who's going to be the next guy, by the way. Trevor Lawrence is going to be the next guy, okay? I take Trevor Lawrence right now over Lamar, Dak, Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, Tua, everybody in the NFC West, everybody in the NFC West, Geno, Purdy, Kyler, um, there's not a quarterback in the NFC West. I'm, I'm trying to think who I... In the AFC South, I take Lawrence over everybody. AFC East, what he did versus Kansas City is very, very arguably close to what it's not close statistically what Allen did to Kansas City last year when they lost. But the plays he made in the clutch is similar to what Josh Allen did. So it would be a toss-up right now because Josh Allen, you know, he's won a few playoff games, obviously. Uh, but he hasn't won the game. Trevor Lawrence, 
already has won one playoff game, took Kansas City to the brink. I'll uh, admit that, you know, Mahomes wasn't fully healthy. But it doesn't matter because Chad Henney took them 98 yards. Again, proving Andy Reid is the reason that team continues to flow. You can plug and play a quarterback in Kansas City and still win. And still win. Telling you, just telling you. Trevor Lawrence has an opportunity to be very, very good. And I don't know if I don't take Trevor Lawrence over a lot of other people. I might take Trevor Lawrence over a lot of other folks in the league right now. Like Trevor Lawrence, this is who I start a league with right now. Today, if I'm the owner and I get a franchise handed to me and I can pick my quarterback, Joe Burrow's one. Joe Burrow is one. I would say, remember, we're only getting older. So, so Aaron Rodgers is 39. Tom Brady's 46. We're getting older. So if I'm going to start a program and an organization, I'm taking Burrow one. And I'm taking Josh. I'm taking Trevor Lawrence two. I'm taking Trevor Lawrence two. I'm taking Josh Allen three. No, no, no. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes three. I'm taking Josh Allen four. And I'm taking Justin Herbert five. That's who I'm taking right now. Now, Herbert has yet to win a playoff game. He's only been to one, but he only, but he, it's not my problem. I don't give a fuck. Bottom line is you haven't won a playoff game. So, you haven't won a playoff game. So, you automatically go behind Trevor Lawrence, Josh Allen, Mahomes, and Burrow. Right, Herbert? Okay. So I put him at five. I put I put Mahomes at three because he's now what is he? Twenty-seven, same age as uh he's a little older than who? No, he's twenty-five. How old is Mahomes? Twenty-five? So or is he twenty-seven? Mahomes twenty-seven, huh? Mahomes is twenty-seven, I think. So Mahomes is twenty-seven. Um That's why I have Mahomes. I'm going to start off Burrow because he's the best. Lawrence because he's second youngest. Mahomes because he won a Super Bowl. Allen because he's a freaking nature. Herbert because he's another freaking nature who I think can be coached up better on offense and win a game. Now, we understand that Purdy, we understand that Purdy has won two playoff games. But this is why I'm telling you I don't put Purdy in there above a Trevor Lawrence or anything like that. Purdy is a guy that's come in. He was not the starter. We're talking about starters. We don't even know where Purdy's future lies. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if Purdy doesn't win a Super Bowl, I can easily see 
Frisco trying to get Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Don't get it twisted. Shanahan has to win a Super Bowl. If Purdy wins a Super Bowl, now you know he's the starter. Now, Jalen Hurts, he, he's in the MVP conversation this year before he got hurt. I've said I think he's made a hell of a stride. I think he's came a long way. I don't know if he's more gifted than any of those guys I've mentioned. But he is a winner, Emmett. I'm going to tell you that. I think Jalen is a winner. And what he's done with that team is pretty impressive. I got to see him beat a team with his arm in a meaningful game like Frisco. This is going to be the test for Jalen Hurts. If te- if he can get by Frisco and win, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to eat crow and give and give props where props are due. And he's going to have to do that with his arm. He's not going to beat Frisco with his feet. Frisco is too athletic on the edge. They're going to pin him in the pocket. Bosa and them boys, Armstead, they're going to make him work the pocket. We're going to have to see if Jalen Hurts can beat Frisco with his arm because he's not going to beat him with his feet. I, I think Jalen Hurts can extend plays with his feet, and I'm sure that he can – they can probably run the football with Jalen Hurts. I'm sure they can probably run some QB run game in it to get him a plus one in the, in the run game. But I don't think Jalen's going to beat him with his feet like he did. Remind everyone. I want to remind everybody. Jalen Hurts threw for 159 yards the other day or whatever he threw for. He had 100 yards at halftime throwing the ball. They didn't need him to throw the ball either. I want to make sure you understand. I understand coaching. You did not need Jalen Hurts to throw the football, okay? You didn't need him to throw the ball because they dominated the Giants. But, again, his stats were not stellar by any means. And his feet aren't going to win them the game against Frisco. His arm is. He has to have his passing mechanics tight. He's going to have to win with his arm. So I want to be clear. He's going to have to win with his arm. And he's going to have to show me that he could do so. So I'm just telling you, I don't know if he can, Emmett. But if he does, Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, I got to give him props. Got to give him props. Um, that's why I say Sirianni should be heavy consideration for a coach of the year. Sirianni, why are we so enamored with mediocrity? Who y'all like? Let's keep it real. Who do y'all like? Let's keep it real. You like MCDC, Detroit. Why? He's a hoorah-rah guy. We like what he says. And he's a feisty guy. We liked him on hard knocks. He's coach of the year, coach. He did not make the fucking playoffs. Again, mediocrity is the new excellence. Who else do you like? We like Mike McDaniel, coach. He smokes vapes on the sideline. He's a weird old fuck. He, he, he sings rap songs at practice. He's, he whispers everybody these weird sayings. We like McDaniel, coach. 
Well, they lost seven out of eight and barely made the playoffs and then got beat in the first round. But that's who y'all like as coach of the year. Again, mediocrity is the new excellence. Who do y'all like, coach? We like Sala, coach. Sala took the Jets. They made a great draft. They went to the, they almost had a, a they had a great defense. They had a great team. They were winning. They don't have a quarterback. They lost. No, they didn't make the playoffs. But y'all want him as the coach of the year. Again, mediocrity is the new excellence. Who do y'all like? Coach, we like uh, Brian Dayball. He, he changed Daniel Jones' mechanics. He put him in a real foundational structure. Like Coach J.B. said, Daniel Jones is going to have a great year. The Giants are going to go to the playoffs, like Coach J.B. said. They won a playoff game, like Coach J.B. said. That's what they did. Dable had a hell of a season. He should be considered. But they got smoked three times by a guy who's still in the playoffs, Sirianni. Again. Again. Mediocrity is the new excellence. Why are we skipping the fact that Sirianni has had the best team in football? Why is he not being talked about more? Because mediocrity is the new excellence. Coach Staley did a hell of a job in, 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 in L.A. with the Chargers. They had a bunch of injuries and whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. Really? They got fucking 27 nothing lead. Got to put on them. They fucking choked. They choked during the regular season last year. They choked this year. And I don't want to hear that he fucking should have consideration for coach of the year. No, he shouldn't. He has a fucking roster that's top three in the NFL. And he got his ass beat by Peterson, who I would put as coach of the year over Staley all fucking day long. But we haven't mentioned Zach Taylor at all. He's only beat Mahomes this year, Allen this year, probably would have beat Allen twice. He's only beaten everyone in the last eight weeks that he's supposed to beat and on track to going to another Super Bowl. How the fuck is he not in the consideration for coach of the year? I'd argue that Staley should have been fired. How the fuck is he coach of the year? Because mediocrity is the new excellence for you, Bruce Helms. You soft motherfucker. That's why. I would argue... Hell yeah, I just said that. Hey, Christian Manzi, did you not hear what I just fucking said? I just said, when that motherfucker Sirianni was on the podium as the new head coach, I said, he is a weirdo fuck. Thanks for pointing it out, Christian Manzi. I already said that, dumb motherfucker. Dick riding fuck. You all want to come up with all this shit that I said that's so wrong. Hey, Christian Manzi, 
I don't see you in here talking about Joe Burrow that I've called or Daniel Jones that I've called correctly or fucking Mahomes or fucking any of this other shit. How about Josh Allen being overrated, Christian Nancy? Where aren't you giving me my props for that shit, homie? You want to talk about Sirianni? I already addressed Sirianni. I just said I eat crow. I said he was a weirdo fuck that I didn't think was very good when he made his announcement at the podium. But I just said he has now shown that he's won two in a row years and he should be coach of the year. Do you not fucking listen? Can you not hear? Are you not very smart? I'm confused as to why you want to say that after I already said it. Motherfucker, you forgot something. I'm a real one. I'm going to say what the fuck I missed on or what the fuck I'm right on. But you're not, Manzi. You're not going to call me out when I do right. Why aren't you giving me my props when I'm right, motherfucker? Because you motherfuckers like trigger words. You like being right one time out of your life. You want to be right. I was right. JV was wrong. Well, that's one time, homie. That happened one time in your life, Christian Manzi. <laughs> one time in your life, Christian Manzi. Good job. Eat it up. Again, Manzi, nobody's mad. Again, Manzi, you haven't been in a barbershop argument, homie. Again, proving my point. Christian Manzi thinks I'm mad. No, I'm not mad. This is how people talk in a barbershop, homie. You soft fucks. Get over your soft motherfucking self, homie. Just because a motherfucker yells. Quit being so motherfucking soft, homie. This is barbershop talk, bruh. If you can't handle it, get the fuck out. It's barbershop talk, homeboy. If you can't handle the shit, don't fucking come in here. Like, y'all are so fucking soft, homie. It blows my mind. Oh, JB, mad because he's yelling. No, I'm yelling, one, because I'm on a fucking phone and I'm far away. Two because that's how I talk. And three, because I fucking want to, motherfucker. So learn how to fucking talk in a barbershop or don't fucking come in my room, homie. Motherfuckers can't handle no real shit. Then don't come around. I don't do fake shit, homie. Don't come to my show if you don't like real shit. Period. Now drink some coffee and shut the fuck up. I got these new knives to cut my fucking pulled pork. Damn it, these motherfuckers. <laughs> these motherfuckers are fire. Coach JB's, Chef JB. I cut the pulled pork. I made some ribs yesterday. Best meat-cutting knives I've ever had in my motherfucking life. Ever, ever, ever. Dog, uh, oh, we're soft, 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 dog. Why are we so soft? We can't handle barbershop talk, bruh. We think yelling is a bad thing. We think cussing is a bad thing. We think everything's so motherfucking personal. 
Let me ask you something, Christian Manzi and everybody else in the chat. Why does it have to be personal? And how can it be personal? If I don't know you, I've never met you, motherfucker. Why the fuck would I give a fuck about being personal with you if I ain't never even fucking met you? What the fuck does that make sense? How does, what type of sense does it make? For a motherfucker who had never met you to have a personal vendetta burden. I don't give a fuck, Christian Manzi, what you say. I appreciate what you say. It's supposed to be said. But quit fucking giving yourself so much credit, homie. Nobody gives a fuck about your personal fucking life. <laughs> Come on, man. You, I don't know you, homie. Why does it have to be personal? I don't even know you. Again, if y'all haven't been in an argument in a barbershop, then don't come in my show. Just because I yell and cuss don't mean it's personal, motherfucker. It is barbershop banter, homie. It's real talk. If you don't like it, get the fuck out. It ain't that real. It ain't that hard. Hey, Steve Mack, explain to these motherfuckers that barbershop banter is a loud, boisterous room with motherfuckers telling mama jokes and motherfuckers not taking it personal. Period. And if you can't handle that shit, then why are you in here? You motherfuckers acting like I'm mad. I'm not fucking mad. I don't even know you. Get the fuck out of here. Why the fuck am I mad, homie? I'm, a, I'm over here chilling. I'm over here chilling. Drinking coffee at the bar, homie. Six in the morning on the West Coast. 80 mile an hour winds. No internet. Fuck it. I'm on my phone. I'm on my phone in my studio lounge because the internet's out and there's 80 mile an hour winds. And what the fuck do I got to be mad at you about? Hey, Emmett, tell, tell motherfuckers, Emmett, you play for me. It ain't nothing personal. Hey, Emmett, tell these motherfuckers that I would yell at you and buy you a hamburger that night and love you the same as I always would. Will you tell these motherfuckers that all think they know me, Emmett? Will you tell Emmett Gooden, one of the stars of Last Chance Shoes, in the chat, by the way. You guys take that for granted, by the way. I don't think you realize the people that come into the chat sometimes. But Emmett Gooden, I love him to death. One of my favorite kids. I used to motherfuck Emmett all the time, just like I motherfucked everybody. And you know what? Emmett knew I loved him every day. Emmett never doubted, oh, man, JB hates me. No. Emmett fucking knew the deal. So, it didn't fucking, it. it ain't personal. Come on, man. Emmett was the number one D-tackle in America. Went to the University of Tennessee after me. Uh, JR, no, I don't need coffee, motherfucker. I got enough coffee. Right, it's my second cup, or third cup. My third cup already, because I got up. Five, got the show ready as much as I could without internet. Shout out to Derek for getting the YouTube set up. 
and the stream yard set up because I couldn't because I had no internet. But we wanted to give the people a good show this morning. So we needed to, I, I, I was like, man, fuck's not going on. I'll go on on my phone if I could get on to a fucking hotspot or something. So we got on, I got, I'm just using my regular phone and uh, that's what it is. Hey, why though? I'm telling you, dog. So this guy comes into my house Thursday to hook up the internet. So Friday show was allowed, right? I got internet for a Friday and then Saturday internet goes back out. But um, he told me, Wido, that the most populous state in America, California, has the worst internet in the country because we haven't figured out the population pools for every city. And we can't manage the broadband, the Wi-Fi, the people, pure people on the internet. We can't handle it. So that's why when you go to states like Tennessee and Kentucky and Florida and different states, even though Texas is bigger, doesn't have as many people. The internet's fast. The internet's great. California internet was not thought about prior to laying all the fucking fiber optics in the ground it ain't enough to handle the bodies. We got too many fucking people. So y'all want to keep talking about people leaving California? No, they're not. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. They're not leaving. Traffic's still at an all-time bad. Shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. New York is vertical, Bruce Helms. You want to talk about geographics with me now? Do I have to talk about every fucking facet of life with you, Bruce? New York is built vertical. Okay? California is spread lateral. California is the most populous state in the union. Just so we're clear. So when you go lateral with Wi-Fi and broadband and fucking fiber optics... You have to have a lot more wire than you do going vertical. When you go vertical in New York City and around New York, which New York, New York is basically New York. That's where all the fucking people is. It's very simply easy to fucking control internet. It is not easy when California is spread abroad. So be clear. Cody Goins, here we go. People are still leaving California. The last census has shown they have. Just because traffic is still bad doesn't mean people aren't leaving. Well, guess what? Dogs go woof. Cats go meow. Are you fucking shitting me, Cody Goins? Do you know you just made the dumbest fucking statement I've ever heard on this channel? Do you fucking realize where the fuck California is, you dumb motherfucker? Do you know where we are, homie? Do you really believe in the fucking Census Bureau? Just so we're clear, my homeboy works at the fucking Census Bureau. 
Do you realize that we're fucking underreporting by 20 million, motherfucker? Do you know that, Cody Goins? You fucking dumbass. Fucking believing in the Census Bureau. Do you know that we live by Mexico, motherfucker? Do you know we live on Mexican border? Do you know we live on the fucking Mexican border? Do you think they're on the Census Bureau reporting sheet, you fucking dumbass? Holy shit! Some of you motherfuckers are unbelievably stupid. This motherfucker believes in the Census Bureau while we live on Mexican border. Are you fucking kidding me? Do you think we report all the illegal aliens, you dumb motherfucker? God damn, some of you motherfuckers are dumb. Some of you motherfuckers are just dumb. Shout out Big Oost TV show. My homeboy, Big Oost, in the house. Uh, hey, hey Oost, we got a lot of fuffas in this motherfucker, man. We got a lot of fuffas who believe in any fucking thing they hear, homie. I got to be honest. These motherfuckers are unbelievably dumb. I'm just telling you, dog. Whoo, shit. I'm going to tell you right now. Hey, Emmett, what do I tell you all the time when I was back in the Indy? Fuck getting a degree for your fucking... You think a degree makes you smarter, motherfucker? Fuck no. A degree don't make you smarter, homie. Hands-on life experiences make you smarter in these streets, getting drunk through the mud multiple times in your life. Failing, failing teaches you. Success does not teach you. Success harnesses you and holds you back. FYI, contrary to your belief. Failure is what makes you successful. Successful creates failure. <laughs> Success creates failure, just so you're clear, FYI. Because a lot of your successes that you see in America come from inheritance. A lot of you motherfuckers inherit money, inherit power. You inherit all these gifts. And the first time you are yelled at, homie, you crumble like a fucking shitty-ass old piece of bread. You can't get yelled at. Do you know I found it so fucking ironic that I used to cuss out a billionaire. I know a couple billionaires and I used to cuss him out just so we're clear. And I would yell at him as a coach and he could not take it. He was a billionaire dog. A billionaire talking to a thousandaire and the thousandaire yelling at him like he would any other coach or player. He could not handle it because he was entitled. He was entitled to believe because he was rich, he was almighty, powerful, no all things guy. No, it's not true. The guy that earned his billion dollars that I used to cuss out would cuss back at me. 
and understood it and had tough skin and it, it rolled off his back. Just so we're clear. The billionaire who inherited it was entitled as fuck and could not handle an ass ripping because he's never had anyone tell him the truth. So y'all think that that's not real thing. That is a real thing. That is a real fucking thing. So just throwing that out there. If you guys don't believe that, then go ahead and keep believing the soft culture that you think is because they they have money or a degree, they know all things. No. A fucking dude. I got three degrees. I don't know a fucking thing I learned from it. I do know how to fucking not pull up on a car in front of me at the red light so I don't get jacked. I do know that I take a picture of the license plate every time I get out of the grocery store so if a motherfucker dings my car, I got his license plate next to my motherfucking ass on my phone. I do know that I got my head on my swi- on a swivel anytime I roll up to an ATM machine. I do know that I make my pin on my ATM card six digits while all you fucks only have four digits. Did you hear what I just said? You do know you can make your motherfucking pin six digits, right? Bet you all have four-digit pins. I bet you every one of you have four-digit pins on your ATM card. You better go fucking change it to six, homie. Go change your ATM card to six digits, just like I did. I got a six-digit ATM card number. Go change your shit. But see, you motherfuckers don't know. You don't know. See, that's the problem. You motherfuckers think that you trust too many people. You motherfuckers trust too many people. Of course you guys all have four. I know you have four because I just told you that. (laughs) I just told you that. I know you guys all have four. See, there's a there's a philosophy, all right? There's a philosophy. All right, here we go. Here's a philosophy. People all want to talk about I still use cash. I don't use ATM cards. Well, let me break down my philosophy. I don't carry cash. Now, Will the world turn to cash and fuck us over in our banks and take our money like everyone's on TikTok thinks? Maybe. I don't know. But as of right now, just keep it real, I don't use cash. You know why? Because where I'm from, cash equals blood in the water. Cash means you're about to get your motherfucking ass jacked because people with cash talk about having cash just like your ass just told us. You carry cash. So guess what, motherfucker? I'm coming to look for your ass now because you carry cash. I have to break the code on a fucking pin on a card so I don't carry cash. But you just told on your motherfucking self. (laughs) The motherfucker just said I only carry cash. No shit. That's why you're getting jacked, homie. I don't carry cash because I used to go to Tijuana a lot. 
So I used to go to Tijuana a lot. And guess what? When I used to go to Tijuana, guess what I used to do? Carry $1 bills. Because the homies used to carry 20s and 50s and 100s. Guess what they got? Jacked. They got jacked. And then guess what? When you don't have ones in a titty bar in Tijuana, they take your money. They take your money. Hey, Slick Nick, I hear you. I mean, we all carry something else, homie. But, but dog, when a car, when two car full pulls up with something else and every one of them have it, you ain't getting out of that fucking Wyatt Earp. You ain't getting out of that Wyatt Earp. Sorry, homie. How about we eliminate it from the jump and don't even carry the blood in the water? We don't want to have blood in the water. Hey, dog. Carry an ATM card, homie. And then guess my six-digit pin, motherfucker. Come on, Patty Grimes. Now you're talking semantics. Now you're talking semantics. Everything I'm saying, Patty Grimes going to now come and say, they can track your ATM. Motherfucker, the hood cats I know ain't tracking no ATM. They just know you have cash and they're coming to fuck you up. Ain't no goddamn tracking the ATM in the hood. Get the fuck out of here. Come on, homie. Quit trying to one-up my shit. Just keep it real. Motherfucker. Hey, Steve Mack, you tracking a motherfucker's ATM card in the hood, homie. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Come on, man. Shut up. Just keep it real, Patty Grimes. <laughs> Come on, Patty Grimes. We come to get your cash, homie. We're not tracking the ATM card. Now we're talking about six-digit codes and shit. <laughs> I love it. This is real talk barbershop banter. I love all you fucking cats that come in here every day and talk that shit. It ain't personal. You ain't got to get butt hurt because I yelled at you motherfuckers. If you want a real talk show, come in. We got 700 people in this motherfucker. Come in and chill. My blood pressure ain't never high, Chief Forever, spelled C-H-E-I-F. Hey, Chief Forever. Go change the spelling in the motherfucking name first, A. B, make sure you understand that if you are in class, that your mom needs to pull you out of the school you're in because you, my friend, are dumber than you were when you went to the school. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, everyone's anointing Brock Purdy as the next best thing, all right? And... Dr. Fauci said he likes me better on Whitlock. Well, you don't get real JB on Whitlock. You get real JB right fucking here. So I appreciate you coming on this show, Dr. Fauci. But Whitlock, I respect the... What is it? I, I respect the... Um, the production companies 
and I don't cuss on it because I do know protocol. I do know protocols. See, people think that I only cuss and yell and scream. No, I've been on a lot of shows where I don't cuss. If you ever listen to me, if you've ever listened to me, go watch me on other people's shows. I don't go crazy and cuss at everybody. I understand protocol. Come on now. But that doesn't mean it's me. So, Dr. Fauci, you must like fake shit. If you like me better on Whitlock, then that tells me about you, dog. You like fake shit. <laughs> you like fake shit. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm still me on Whitlock. You're going to see me later today on Whitlock. I'm still me on Whitlock, but I don't cuss. So I don't cuss, Dr. Fauci. That doesn't mean I'm a bad person or a good person. I don't understand why cats can't take it for what it is. Like, I'm going to get Whitlock on my show, and I'm just going to motherfuck him. How are you going to feel about that? By the way, I don't cuss a lot on my show with Steve Kim either. When Steve Kim's on my show, I don't really cuss a lot because Steve Kim doesn't cuss a lot. But you know what? I cuss around Steve Kim in person. I cuss around Steve Kim in my house, barbecuing, watching games. So it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, by the way, Whitlock cusses, contrary to belief. Whitlock cusses, everyone. So <laughs> just be clear. Okay? He cusses. Sorry. Just so we're clear, I want you to know. God damn. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today uh, if you're not one. Um, I don't know. I think the Titans are going to try to go get Aaron Rodgers, but I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to end up playing his career in Tennessee. I don't see Aaron Rodgers uh, playing in Nashville. I just don't think it's sexy enough. I don't think it's sexy enough. He's either going to stay in Green Bay or he's going to leave and head west. I would think he's going to head west. That's just my personal opinion. I think he's heading west. Vegas, Frisco, depending on what Purdy does. Because if Purdy wins a Super Bowl, then you have Purdy on the cheap. You got Purdy on the cheap for three more years. Why would you not keep him if he won a Super Bowl? He's the next Tom fucking Brady, according to you guys. So if he's on the cheap, then let's keep Purdy. Let's keep Purdy. And let's build the roster even more of a better roster and win another Super Bowl. If Purdy can't get it done, then Shanahan's going to be on the hot seat, just like Sean McDermott is right now this morning. And Shanahan has to go get Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. That is what it is. That is what it is. So... 
you know, that's just how I'm, that's what I think. That's personally what I think. Steve Mack, I don't, I can't give Dable the coach of the year over Sirianni when you lost three in a row to the man and one team's still playing, one team is not. Again, I call that mediocrity is the new excellence. We like being mediocre in a, in a, in an era where excellence gets looked past. Sirianni's still playing. Zach Taylor still playing. I think those two should get the consideration over Dayball. I love Dayball. I told everyone what he was going to do in New York. He went to a playoff. He won a game in the playoffs. He re-resonated Daniel Jones' career. But to me, you can't lose three times to your arch rival who is still playing possibly in a Super Bowl and then no one's talking about Sirianni's weirdo ass. I, listen, he's a weirdo fuck, but you know what? I had to eat crow when he made his first press conference two years ago. I was like, dude, this weirdo fuck. And bottom line is it looks like the team loves him. It looks like they bought in because we are softer as a generation. I can argue that why they like him because I think we're soft, period. I don't think Lawrence Taylor is going to fucking like Sirianni. <laughs> So, having said that, um, I think Zach Taylor, Sirianni, Peterson deserves as much credit as Dayball does. Uh, Pete Carroll still deserves a lot of credit. Andy Reid deserves a lot of credit. We don't even talk about Andy Reid because he's just expected to win, I guess, in Kansas City with Mahomes. Um See, I, I just I, I think mediocrity is a new excellence. We and, and, and then Sean McDermott is now on the hot seat. I think he should be on the hot seat. He's underachieved in Buffalo. But I do believe he's done a better job than Shanahan has. He hasn't been to a Super Bowl yet, but he took a bottom feeder team into a four-year AFC East contending team into the AFC playoffs every year. Shanahan inherited a pretty decent roster and has been there three out of four years in the NFC title game, but Shanahan's not on the hot seat? Like, to me, Shanahan needs to be on the hot seat if he can't beat Philly this week. If Shanahan can't beat Philly, he needs to be on the hot seat. He needs to be on the hot seat. Why not? Why is he not on the hot seat? So... McDermott's on the hot seat, but Shanahan's not. Shanahan gave up a 28-3-point lead in the Super Bowl as an OC. He's lost in the Super Bowl in Frisco by not running the fucking football. He could have won a Super Bowl. And, and to be honest, he's underachieved in Frisco. If he don't beat Philly, he's underachieved. Let's just be real. So that's just kind of what I think. You know what I mean? That's what I think. Um, somebody just said, somebody just said, only one team can win the Super Bowl. Christopher Stockton. Only one team can win the Super Bowl. Shanahan's job is not in jeopardy. 
I didn't say it was in fucking jeopardy. I said it should be if they don't beat Philly, just like McDermott's is being talked about today. And again, your, your statement just proves to me how soft and how mediocrity is the new excellence. This motherfucker said only one team can win the Super Bowl. No shit. The motherfucking winner that fucks the prom queen, motherfucker. That's who wins. Are you shitting me with your fucking genius statement? No shit one team can win the Super Bowl. Thank you for letting everybody fucking know that only one team can win the Super Bowl. I didn't know that. I thought everybody could win a fucking Super Bowl every year. Holy shit, some of you dumb motherfuckers say some stupid shit. No, I thought the Bengals won last year and the Rams won. <laughs> Are you fucking joking me with some of the comments you motherfuckers make? God damn. No, it shouldn't be safe if you win the play if you go to the playoffs every year, Bruce Helms. Your job's safe going to the playoffs, Bruce Helms, because you're mediocre, motherfucker. You like mediocrity. You think just getting there because you want to give everybody a fucking award, motherfucker. You want to give everyone a championship trophy. You want to give every single person a trophy, Bruce Helms, because the, the core, your inner core screams out pussy. Your inner core just yells pussy it yells soft pussy <laughs> you do know that right you scream pussy bruce helms you won't even call in you won't even call in you soft pussy you are who you are not what you say you are Come on, dog. You are pussy. You are absolute pussy, Bruce. You won't call in because you're pussy. But all your comments talk about how mediocre you really are and how lovely it is to win an award. You think everyone deserves to win an award. No, everyone doesn't deserve to win a fucking award. Come on, man. Everyone doesn't deserve to win an award. What's your thoughts on Shannon Sharp? Drop your comments. Uh, I'm going to talk to Jason Whitlock about that later on. You know, Jason goes ham on, on Shannon Sharp and Skip. Uh, should Skip Bayless have called in today? Why didn't Skip Bayless call in today? Should Skip Bayless have called in today? Why didn't he call in sick? Shannon Sharp called in sick when, Shan when, when Skip made a comment on Twitter. Why didn't Skip call in sick? Since that's what they do on that show. Why didn't Skip call in? Skip should have called in, man. Why Skip didn't call in? See, Skip's, 
Skip did some bitch ass shit. I would have did some bitch ass shit by call by calling in sick. Let Shannon Sharp run the show by himself. Why Shannon Sharp can't do the show by himself? Come on, man. Why not? By the way, have you seen Vivica Fox on this Car Shield commercial? Has anyone seen Vivica Fox on the Car Shield commercial? She looks so bad. She looks so bad, dog. Something has had to have happened. Carshield.com commercial. Go online, peep it out, look at Vivica Fox, how bad she looks. She looks so fucking bad. Her makeup is so bad. It looks like the makeup, it's a mask. It looks like it's a fake mask. And I used to love me some Vivica Fox, dog. She looks so fucking bad. It is unbelievable how bad it is. And that if that's Botox, dog, shit. If that's Botox, she needs to get her fucking money back, Jamil. Homie, she needs to get her money back, Jamil. That shit is horrible. See, if I was the player and Shannon Sharp told me, get in the weight room, boy. You can't handle LeBron. I would have told I would have called all kind of shit. I would have been talking to I would have been talking shit back to him. And Shannon would have talked shit and we would have been talking shit the whole game. Period. That is what it was. It didn't mean I'm gonna tell Shannon, fuck you, bitch. That is what that is what, and I'm I'm quoting Brooks. Brooks went disrespectful. Because, again, he don't understand barbershop talk. He don't understand what barbershop talk is. So if you don't understand barbershop talk, then you go right after disrespect. You go right to being disrespectful. So when you go to be disrespectful, it's because you've never been in a barbershop, dog. And that's just is what it is. It, it that's is what it is. It's period. It's what it is. Period. If you you can't handle barbershop talk, come on, man. Man down sports. Become a member today. Best dollar ninety nine a month. Make sure you got over to Slap Nation on the Discord. Become a member of Slap Nation on the Discord, and. Uh, Coach's crew, $2.99 a month. Text, talk, tweet, whatever you want to do. Um, I'll be on Jason Whitlock later on today. Tomorrow, last chance Q, Sean Salisbury. We're going to break down some Brock Purdy, Dallas Cowboy, Dak Prescott. We're going to break down some Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. Can't wait to get that. We're going to uh, try to get that film, and that would be huge. For tomorrow and Thursday's last chance queue. We're going to break that down. And, uh, man, I, I stay in the barbershop. I stay in the barbershop. Shit. What do you mean? My homeboy cuts me up when I get cut up all the time. I go to the barbershop in Compton, in Long Beach. That's where I fucking go. You kidding me? 
You motherfucker better ask somebody. You better motherfucking ask somebody. Uh, oh yeah, why don't 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 get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. That's real shit. They'll recognize real recognizes real real quick. They recognize it in bar, barbershop banter, and they make it and they recognize it in, on a hoop court. Because I'm just telling you, you know, you can recognize it real quick on a basketball court or in a barbershop if a motherfucker's real or not. Let's keep it honest. Do you know that YouTube said that they're going to continue to play my videos without full monetization just because I cuss? I got to be honest. If that is what it is, it's, it is what it is. Like, I'm not going to stop cussing because that does, that's not me. And I just blows my mind that Instagram disabled my account. My account's been disabled for about a week now. So I don't know if I'm getting it back. It hasn't been deleted yet because we can still see it, but it's not. It's disabled. So I, doubt, I don't know if I'll get it back or not. Uh, and having said that, we're so soft that you can't cuss but youtube will allow a dolphin to fuck a girl on a dock and they'll exploit the shit out of those ads and instagram will allow a girl to show all monkey have straight pussy lips showing nipples out but if you say damn you'll get deleted <laughs> Like, let's keep it real. Come on, man. Come on, man. Let's be honest. That shit is blows my mind. Blows my mind. Um, Eric Rivera said, Coach, that's why I ain't a member. Your content is great, but I don't trust YouTube. Well, that means you're not a supporter of me then, motherfucker. You're supporting YouTube, homie. Make that make sense, Eric. Now, let's, let's keep it real. I I appreciate you liking the content, but let's keep it honest. You not being a member is what YouTube wants, dog. You're not helping me. Don't tell me with your words. Show me with your actions. You're fucking showing YouTube love, not me. Fuck, homie. I'll, real shit. Be honest. Come on. Keep it real. Here we go with the Sarah. <laughs> I'm done dealing with that shit. I know the truth. You don't. So shut the fuck up. Um, so I don't have um, I don't have the setup in here to run power and all that shit yet. Oh, I have power, but I, I got to run it from the front. And there's no way to charge the phone and the phone is almost dead because even though I charged it, StreamYard Live kills your battery real quick. So um, I wanted to get a show in today from the studio on my phone since my internet's down. My internet will be back up today, hopefully. And then the show will be back on tomorrow as normal. I got some great guests lined out for the week. Steve Kim will join me tomorrow. Zach couldn't join me today. He's got his kids. So Zach will be back um, later on this week or Monday again, next Monday. 
And then Matt will join us tomorrow. We'll talk about uh, everything, football, NFL playoffs, and more. Sean Salisbury and I will talk tomorrow night on Last Chance Q. We'll break some film down. And don't miss the Whitlock session with me later on today. I'll be on Whitlock. We're going to talk about all these things. And, uh, hey, Coach Rogue, become a member. You got to be a member before I make you a drink, dog. Shit. Make sure you pound that like button, subscribe, become a member today. Uh, I appreciate you guys, man. And uh, I'm going to I'm gonna see you guys later on. Whitlock will be, I'll be on Whitlock, and then I'll see you later on tomorrow. Uh, I'll see you back tomorrow morning live as usual, 6 a.m. Pacific. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Make sure you become a member of the Discord. And uh, head on over to betonline.ag. Believe is the promo code, 50% off on all things NFL, NBA, and hockey. And make sure that you head on over to canadipcbd.com. Use the promo code COACHJB. Get you some dip cans and uh, help me win uh, that award. Appreciate you guys, man. Love y'all. I'll see you in the morning. Uh, Don't go anywhere. I'll see you tomorrow morning as usual. Peace.